All right, we are on with Critch... <laughs> Let me do it right this time. We're on with Jim Lee Cricket. Yeehaw! We're professional podcasters. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm Todd. Look at my truck. Okay, hey. Hi, and welcome to Will Nerds. This is episode 156. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. It all looks at the desk. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And the future. The future brought to you by Helite Airbag Vest, maker of the safety airbag vest that, you know, what, 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 are you changing? It's the future of personal protection, Chef. In the future, I've seen everyone will be wearing something like the Helite Vest because it's so much better than an armor jacket. In the, in the future? In the future. Please stop glowing. I was just there. You were? It was nice. You were just there. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought. Returned. I thought you were just out riding a bike. Well, yeah, but you know, I was. I decided to see, you know, on the on ramp how fast I could get it to go. So I surprised Todd this week. Mm-hmm. I surprised Todd with. Uh, I have a new bike, everyone. I, Chuck says I have a Sprint. I bought a. I bought a sport bike, like I said. I was gonna. I said, uh huh. Mm-hmm. An, an old 2001 Triumph Sprint mm-hmm. that the dealer was trying to unload. I get on it, and he says to me, so um, under 2,000 RPM, she's not very happy. It's kind of dodgy, yeah. I said, huh, that's weird. And I get on it, and it starts up, and it's kind of running a little little rough and feels buzzy by Sprint standards, but okay. Yeah. And uh, then I got on the road and got it above 2,000. And Well, uh, first you got it on the road and promptly I, stalled. Well, yeah. <laughs> Stalled it a few times, and I think I could hear you cursing. Yeah, my my poor choice in bikes from miles away. <laughs> yeah, under about two thousand RPMs, it likes to die. Uh, it has nothing. It's got absolutely nothing. It's kind of weird, yeah. It turns out that the reason for that is because it's waiting for the turbocharger to spool, <laughs> and when it does, it goes. The, the what? It goes. I have a what? It's a what? It's a turbocharger. Yeah. Yeah, come to find out on my return, what Chuck has is a Sprint <laughs> with a turbocharged Daytona engine stuffed inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> Innocuously inside. Yeah, it looks exactly like a normal Sprint. Like, it looks totally normal from the outside. An old Sprint. An old Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not, not altogether an old Sprint. It, uh, so this bike comes from RPM Cycle in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was, you know, there a few weeks back. I was there with Rojan from Project Archivist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was like, Hey, let's go look at bikes. I found a row of dealers. We went to one. Mm-hmm. We're looking around and all the stuff. I got to see the new Speed Triple R. Mm-hmm. It looked nice. It looks nice. Way nicer than the old speed. Well, they got, they got, they, they realized that everybody liked the two big round headlights and they hated yeah. the stupid bug or like, like angry eye lights. Yep. And so they're going back more toward that. Thank God. Very cool. This dealer had a Triumph KTM. Really nice. And then they have a youth section and Ro and I went walking toward back and, uh, he sees this old, uh, I think it was a Honda police gold wing. Mm-hmm. Like, and he was just like, oh, this is amazing, amazing. And there's uh, kind of off to the corner is this black sprint, just kind of kicked over black sprint. with a sign stuck on the, the windshield that just says turbo exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like talking to the salesman, like, oh, what's that? And, oh, 
the manager here, he built that up. He pulled out the, the old motor, put it in the Daytona, and then, you know, there's a bolt-on kit for the turbocharger, and he put that on. And it's like, well, how's it run? And he's like, oh, it runs great. You should try it. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's trapped. I don't need to write it. I don't need to try it. I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this. This this all you see, I don't need. And Rose like, no, you you need to ride that bike. You I you know me and how I can find deals on bikes and value that if you don't steal them, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you you gotta try that bike out. You gotta at least just try it. Just try Bottom it. Bottom feeder sense is tingling. Yes. I think he was more excited about the three thousand dollar bike. Uh-huh. That uh, he wasn't going to buy than he was this one, but he was just like, go, just go, just try it, just go, just put the tip in, just the tip. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I called up my fiance and I was like, there's this bike they all want me to try. And she's like, what? Why are you calling me? Well, she did. She's like, why are you calling me? I'm like, I just want to discuss it with you to let you know, because I have nasty habits. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, well, if it fits in the garage and it fits in your budget, and you know, have at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. By this time, the bike's been wheeled around. Mm-hmm. And I jump on it. I put a helmet on. I'm like, all right. Start it up. I'm like, all right. This is cool. And I stall. Yeah. <laughs> stall. <laughs> stall. Hang on. Wait. What do you have to? <laughs> blub, blub, blub. <laughs> it's pretty much how this bike responds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to that first light, I stop, I'm like, <gasps> I look back, I'm waiting for my soul to catch up. <laughs> and the bike's like, I'm happy, you're happy. <laughs> I, my mission is fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I know is that this bike really hates anything below about 2,500. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not a... It's, it's not, not happy. It's happy place. It is not happy uh-uh. about that. No. No. no, it's got it's got character in spades. But by the time I brought it back, you know, the, the sales guy was like, "Here's your paperwork." <laughs> I ran your credit card. I'm like, where'd you get my credit card? The after image of you going down that street. I just pulled it out of your pocket. <laughs> so, unbeknownst to Chuck at this time, his girlfriend, upon knowing he was going to buy a bike, has begun texting me. <laughs> She's like, "How do I move the Ural?" I'm worried I'll flood the engine. I'm like, you can't. You're fine. Squeeze the clutch. What'd she tell push you? Push it around. What? That, what'd she tell you? That she just wanted to move? She wanted, she wanted to move it. She wanted to make space because she thought you were going to buy a new bike and she wanted to surprise you when you got back with space uh-huh. for a new bike if you wanted one. Okay. So she th- said I was buying a bike. She didn't say you were buying a bike, but she she knew you wanted to. And we all knew you wanted to. Oh, yeah. Because I've been talking about, about it forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she's like, I want to surprise them. I want to have the garage all rearranged, mm-hmm. but I'm scared to move the Ural. I'm like, okay, you just you need to shift it into neutral. How? <laughs> Pregnant pause. <laughs> um, Keep in mind, she doesn't know how to drive any manual. And I'm trying to describe to her how do you use the reverse to get it in neutral. And I realize your reverse is in a different place. I don't know which one is reverse. I'm like, <laughs> Here's what you do. Squeeze the clutch. Pause. Which one is the clutch? <laughs> Lever on the left side. <laughs> Squeeze that in and it will roll. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. She did it. When I got home, I was like, there's a big empty spot. I'm like, oh, wow, that's neat. Yeah, that's cool. Why would you have done that? <laughs> <laughs> and and the whole time I was buying this bike, Rose like, don't tell Todd. 
don't tell Todd. Don't tell Todd anything about this bike. Just put him on it, put the helmet on his head, and tell him to go. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Um, what if he goes into a wall? No, he'll be fine. It's Todd, he won't do that. It's what is it? It's 160 horsepower. I'll be fine. Yeah, okay. I, we didn't mention that. This bike makes 162 horsepower at the wheel. And something about like I think it was 104 torque. It makes when it when it's in its power band, it is making an absolute bucket load of power. When it is not in its power band, it's doing nothing at all. <laughs> Which is one of the particularly interesting characteristics of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not in my happy place, so basically screw you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it runs like a demon. Oh man. my god, does it go? <laughs> it is. It is a fast comfortable bike yeah and that's the cool thing is it's in the sprint body so it's like shockingly comfy and nice mm-hmm. um i will say that the uh the front suspension is mush and needs to go mm-hmm. um that needs some love the brakes are not my favorite but okay somebody spent some money on the brakes yeah it's got the three calipers on the front yeah yeah, yeah it's, so. it's, it's it's you know it's the sprint brakes and they're good brakes they're uh they're a little on the mushy side you know i oh i thought he replaced the brakes I could have sworn he replaced them. Could be replaced them with something. Yeah. The, the way the lever engages is a little mushy, and it could be that the pads are worn out. I don't know. Mm. You certainly use them plenty. Vroom, vroom, vroom! Because, you know, in order to stay in the power band, you have to row the gearbox. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taken off, I was like, yeah! And then it goes, vroom, vroom! It's the rev limiter. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, split second hits the rev limiter. Yeah. The turbocharger gets it up there real the turbocharger fast. gets it up there real fast. But it's it so smooth. Stops. It's not, there's not, it like, is one of the smoothest is, turbos I've ever felt. He did a really good job yeah, on it. Definitely a good job. I kept, I was like, is there going to be any lag to it? Is it going to do anything? There's weird? noticeable lag, but it's not, it's the way it comes on is not the, um, it's not the lag, 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 bam, you get no, from yeah, a cheesy it's, turbo. It's not like your it's, a, it's more turbo. of a general spool. It's a mm-hmm. slower speed spool up. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, lag and go! It's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty neat. Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Right, that's cool. The only thing I've found so far is that, you know, being a 2001, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to get a trunk rack and tailbox. Nope! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> you tried eBay? <laughs> yeah, welcome to my world with the 2002 Bandit. Yeah. At least the 2002 Bandits, like engine parts for 2002 Bandits are everywhere because... A Bandit is a freaking huge air-cooled engine. And you know that means one thing for what people see when they see that. Let's bore it out and make it <laughs> huge! It's a drag right now! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah. I did I did get the side cases for it. Oh, good. With, uh, but the instructions for the side rails are insane. Mm-hmm. They're like, disassemble the rear of the bike. Step two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, you can figure it out by now. You've worked on enough I've bikes. Just, got, you yeah, just, just take it slow, take pictures, and write down notes. I want. Oh, I definitely really want. I really want something for the back. Mm-hmm. If not a Gibby, then something. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep looking. You know, there's these styrofoam coolers the KLR guys like a lot. Because the bill might go now. Really? Yeah, the bill might go. Really? I'm not sure if I, I have. Crazy. Although I, I suppose with luggage, this would. Because it's a sport tour. Yeah, and it's actually, uh, I was going to say, like, but it's but it's such a strange bike. You're not going to be able to, like, wait, this is a feeling. I'm like, just, I, disregard, <laughs> disregard previous. Do I have any generic bike? <laughs> no. 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 Nope. I can't be normal. No, there's no normal in you. 
<laughs> that sprint's maybe the normalist. Yeah, it's it just old. Yeah, no, and yeah. The thing is, you know, apart from apart from the incredibly bad low speed manners, mm-hmm. which are hellishly bad, they they take getting used to. And I and I say this as a person who is, you know. The people that are better at low speed than me are the cops who do competitions. That thing is hellishly bad at low speed. It takes mostly because the only way to do it is it's got this very small friction zone in the clutch, mm-hmm. and of course you have to rip the piss out of it mm-hmm. to make it do something other than die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so low speed is um, sporting. It's you get used to it. I imagine yeah. so. That was what I found as I went. I got used to. I just you know I'm just like I'm rubbing the crap out of it and I'm riding the clutch now to go slow. Mm. You know, when I was doing a U-turn, I was like, mm. pop, 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 pop. yeah, yeah, you're doing, yeah, mm. but but you know, it it's got personality. It has I more think personality than the than the Buell even, which is saying something. Yeah. Um, my daughter doesn't want me to get rid of the Buell because it has the backrest. Sure, she likes that. I'm gonna give you the backrest for the sprint. That if I can get them, give me with a backrest for the sprint. <laughs> yes, I, I'm. I'm seeing the problem. <laughs> I can get the backrest part easy, mm-hmm. and the top box that's pretty easy to come mm-hmm. by too. Mm-hmm. And the you know the universal adapter plate that's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can always have somebody fab up a passenger backrest. Yeah, just, just, I, just I, I might have to have fair. I might just have to have someone fab up a rack, a rear rack. Could do. And then just put the plate for it to give it. I mean, on. the other thing you could do is you could have, uh, let me think, Russell and Corbin, a lot of them can do a built-in backrest. Mm. And then you just put like a bag behind it on bag it. Behind get it, a yeah. cheesy rack and put a bag behind it. Um, yeah, I could put like a big, huge sissy bar with a iron cross. Ooh, yeah, a skull. It and needs skulls. skulls. Lots of skulls. Yeah. It's a black bike, right? Skulls. Skulls, yeah. Skulls. Iron cross, skulls. Maybe a silhouette of a naked woman. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And some ape hangers. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> just, the ape hangers are just way up here. Like that bike would be absolutely horrifying. <laughs> and I, I will say, if I if I was to change one thing on the sprint right now, it's the bars. Hmm. The the clip on e style. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't tell. I didn't look long enough to see if they're clip ons or you know cleverly hidden actual drag bars. But those bars are. You know, like them. I'm not crazy about the position. <laughs> I'd want them, I'd want them right, raised up a yeah, bit. Just, just raised and maybe like tilted out a little bit. Mm. You know? Like not quite so, not quite so much sweep back mm. would be nice. It's, it's a cool bike. I'm oh, yeah. looking forward to it sometime about Uh, my insurance almost stayed the same with the three bikes. Yeah, but how do you, how do you, oh yeah, yeah, that, that happens when you don't have anything on your record. Is it, now does it insure as a sprint or a Daytona? It insures as a sprint. Its VIN number says it's a 2001 Sprint. Oh, splendid. Which is what it is. Yes. It's is a 2001, 2001 Sprint. Sprint. Okay. Sprint. Fair enough. Sprint. A sleepy old Sprint. Oh, I mean, Sprint. You want to be fast. But... He he took all the badges off this bike. It's mm-hmm. just a, a gloss black. Um, friend of the show, Jonathan, started immediately sending me concept paint jobs for this thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can Gundam the fuck out of this bike. Well, yes, but... Maybe. <laughs> or I could just leave it really boring and sneaky. It is a very sneaky bike right now. <laughs> I just want to like shove it to people and be like, yeah, go ahead, try it out. Yes, it's yeah, really kind of, awesome. kind of stuttery and little, little, little sedate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a flaming tire track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the sensation. Yeah, it's cool though. It's cool. 
Yeah, it reminds me. It's uh, it's the second bike now in as many weeks I've ridden that has that like uncomfortably fat. It, acceleration starts going. You're like, this is pretty fast, and you hit that point. You're like, this is starting to be a little uncomfortably fast, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that my brain is capable of running at this clock speed. I gotta roll it out to, to Matt's, the guy with the two Zixers, and be like, yeah. here, try it out, Matt. Try it. Try it. Try it. It's a it's a 2001 it. sprint. It's old. <laughs> He'll be like, "All right, what the yeah." The first time you rev it at all, you're like, "Wait a goddamn second. Did you hear it? It sounds like an airplane engine. <laughs> you heard? You heard? <laughs> Did you hear it? It was winding down. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's pleasing. That's when you're like, "There's something different. Something is wrong." <laughs> uh, we got some shout-outs to do. Okay. Um, first, really huge, huge shout-out to Scott Corey. For just straight up donating to the show, contributing to the show, not Thanks, asking man. for stickers or nude pictures or anything. Just mm. thank you so much. Um, followed up, Allison and Joseph, thanks for buying stickers and nude pictures. And uh, finally, a shout out to Bugs. For just nude pictures. Just nude, well, not just the nude pictures. He sent me some Buell shirts. Oh, neat. And he sent you this. He sent me, and he sent me a rider coach. What card is that? holder. You, you, so wear this is the, you wear that on your belt and you put your, your cards in it. Um, you know, I already have a couple of these, right, Bugs? I'm sure. So you, clear. But, you know. Thank you. That's, uh, that's you want a thoughtful. Buell shirt? I didn't want to split them, is probably why he sent that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks like one of those things that the, the what roller skating waitresses have to put their order book in. Yeah, it is actually kind of the same thing. The thing mm-hmm. about it is, is when I'm teaching, I usually just wear like the, the Duluth trading with the big what do you put in pockets. It? You put your cards in it. What cards? The, there's, there's cards on the cards? On a, no, no. There's, oh. there's, so you, you have the, the range cards. They're a long, oh. skinny group of cards on a little, like, uh, spinny. Okay. One of them spiral bound jobbers. But, like, tell you what lesson to do next? They tell you, uh, here's the lesson you're going to do. They say, like, say these things. Here's the goal. Mm-hmm. Here's where the stupid freaking cones go. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. Exercise threes. We could have this stopping re- and starting. We could re-embroider this to say "rider pimp." Yeah, yeah, I could, I could. Yeah, I gotta be honest, I don't use the one I have. But thank, thanks, bugs. That that's very uh, thoughtful of you. I'll be wearing the Beal shirts, so mm-hmm. you know, fuck Todd. I'll be wearing two of these. That's what I should do. I should. Have, <laughs> I can have my ERC cards in one side, my BRC cards in the other. When I take them out, I can be like, you need wheelchair cards in them. You could just pat, pull them out and throw them at people. I have wheel nerds cards in mine already. <laughs> See, so there's two pockets. I have wheel nerds cards in the one pocket and the cards in the other. Where do you keep your order book? Uh, the order book goes in the in the apron on the other side. <laughs> you want fries with that, hon? I do. I do want fries. All right. Let's uh, classifieds. All right. First off, we've got a Connie. 2001 Kawasaki Concourse uh, in San Mateo. Up for sale is this sweet Kawasaki Concourse. Nice, cheap transportation. Way cheaper to insure than a car or a truck and 50-plus miles per gallon as long as you are very, very gentle with the throttle. You're not being as excited and enthusiastic. You're right. Sorry. This is clearly written by Jay's Jay's cousin. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Bro. Up for sale is this sweet Kawasaki Concourse. Nice, cheap transportation. Way cheaper to insure than a motorcycle or car or a truck and 50 miles per gallon. Exclamation points! Man, I hope no one just drove into a concrete barrier. Drive to work in style this summer! Motorcycles are cheap magnets! All this for less than 2K? Yes, my friend, your prayers are been answered! I don't think this bike is a chick magnet. Come and see the sweet ride over at Express Cash Pawn Shop! 
I have questions about this specific bike being a chick magnet. It now, says clearly right there that motorcycles are chick magnets, and this is a motorcycle. Ergo, this is a chick magnet. I point out that this bike is the same year as my Sprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's another sedate tourer from the era. Uh-huh. Another sedate mm-hmm. tourer. This one looks very 80s to me. The Concourse is the quintessential 80s sport tourer, man. This is 80s, 80s, man. Yeah. And it, it has been a very sleepy bike. Yes, yes. It's it's slept on its right side some. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's cheap. This ain't a chick magnet. There's no chicks jumping on it's this bike. No, Missy loved hers. Chicks would buy this. To ride. Oh, you, you they mean chick magnet like, like it will attract chicks to it other than to buy it because it's a cheap concourse. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no way. No, uh-uh. no, uh-uh. no one's hopping on no, that intersection no, 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 line. No, no, no. That, by the way, is my my bar. That's mm-hmm. that's what I demand of a bike that's going to be called a chick magnet. Uh-huh. It's someone jumps on at the intersection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. With some whale tails showing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Otherwise, not a chick magnet. Not a chick magnet. Yep. Okay. Yeah, right. maybe we'll have some other possible chicken. It, it, it could it could be better, you know. Something something that will attract attractive people to you. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Attractive people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even an attractive dude, as long as he's got a little whale tail showing. Yeah, I'm okay it, with that. You weren't, you weren't too specific. Go with it. It's the 2000s. I'm good. Yeah, roll yeah, with it. I'm a modern man. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, <laughs> not a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not a trap. The <clears throat> if. UFC? What is that? I don't know. Just go keep going. Okay, 2002 Honda. And okay, every, every, the capitalization is all over the place on this. Honda Gold Wing with the Grand Alexis Trader. UFC, this Honda has 29,000 meows. <laughs> Six disc CD player, extra lights into a trunk. Rivko forward footrest and trailer hitch. Heated grips cup holder. Cooler set of Goldwing trunk bags. Now, this is a trap. Uh, you think? I could. Two I, grand for an 1800 Goldwing with a trailer? Mm-hmm. The trailer's probably worth two grand. But here's why it's a trap. Mm. This is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh huh. My, our next tag. Is in Salt Lake City. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do it's for a 2008 Harley Davidson touring bike. Do you see any similarities let me, between? Let these me give ads? it a read and we see what we can get. Uh huh. 2008 Harley Davidson touring. Uh, 2008 Harley Davidson touring. FLH in good used condition. Everything works on the back, including the stereo. I'm starting to sound Swedish. Yeah. Runs and the drives are good. Good. <laughs> what the hell? What in the world is happening in the, the world? Both ads have a picture of the bike with the email address embedded into in, the ad. Into into the picture into of the, the picture ad. Into the picture of the ad, yeah. Yeah. And what the fuck? Email nonsensical thing at Gmail. Is, is Here's this, a hint. Don't do that. <laughs> Someone, is this to be like, yeah, you wire us money. And we'll oh, buy you sure. back I'm, a thing, and no, they, there's they, an agent. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna send the, you're gonna get that email with a real email, and then it's like, and then it's spam advertisement city. Right. I mean, look at this. This is a nice Goldwing with a trailer. Yeah, for two thousand dollars. Yeah, like you said. no that, way. No, in Albuquerque, in in with a background that is clearly not Albuquerque. Yeah, I would just like to throw that out. I'm not even sure you could get the trailer for just two thousand. No, no, that's <laughs> way more than two thousand dollars. <laughs> 
I mean, does, uh, $2,500 for a 2008 Harley. No way. No. Uh-uh. No. You can't get it. You can't get a 2008 Sportster that's dinged up for $2,500. You're not just, you're not just trying to trap someone. You're trying to trap someone really stupid. Well, you know, in <laughs> fairness, they're, they're, what they're doing is called targeting in marketing. Um, they're trying to find the person that they really want because they'll convert better with that people. So they're trying to find really, really stupid, stupid people. people. <laughs> stupid. They convert better. really well with stupid people. So someone is looking at the way that written and is like, oh, that's how I write. Oh, that's, this is, this speaks to me. This speaks to me. This ad speaks to me. Uh, yep. Alternately, here's another possible explanation. This is code. This is code. This is a cipher. Oh, this, this is a, this is a, this message. is a, this is a buy drugs or, you know, kill the infidels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's a secret code based upon the capitalization. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like looking at all the capital letters. Yeah, I'm trying to work it out too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul is dead? What? Yeah, this is, this is like, you, it's, it, or, or it's like a hooker service, like secret hooker service. Oh, wait, let me go back and read it again. <laughs> Relevant to my interests. All right. Well, because no one can resist the urge to send us a a reverse trike. See, this one is interesting. It's this one practically screams "fuck you, Polaris." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, custom built, one of a kind reverse trike for twenty thousand dollars. It's local. Or best waffler. We'll trade for a nice fifth wheel camper ninety two and newer with at least one slide, but we would like two slides. Like water slides? No, the sides that slide out of the camper. Oh, somewhere. okay. Those so you can have something thing. that is the width okay. of a truck, but it can become it like becomes a house. double width. Yeah. 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 Okay. Must be in excellent condition. Size should be from 27 feet, 38 feet. Fiberglass slides is better, but I will consider what you have. I'm a master fabricator. I have over 25 years of hands-on fabrication experience. The project that I have been working on for the last year is my last wow build. Back in 2002... I built two of these for myself that look very closest to my current, but I did not build or make any more of these. Both units are powered by Harley Evos. This unit is running a Hayabusa 1300R, 180 horsepower motor. My power to rate ratio is more than outstanding. 935 pounds of fuel and 180 horsepower motor. You do the math. Punctuation is hard. Mm. I was personally about to do a startup company called Omega Engineering and Fabrication. I put my RT on hold, and I have tried in the last few months or so to light the fire and drive again, but to do my job and blah, 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 story, sell this RT, and let someone else do what I almost did. My trike now is 98% complete, just needs the following done. Hook up the stainless steel brake line I just got, have a master pivot bolt for swing iron. Made. Made. It needs to be machine one inch machine steel. Hook up the external fuel pump installed. Add the tack and speedo. I don't have installed the chain. Don't have wired the bike. It has full wiring harness and brain box. Nothing deleted. Installed a battery. I don't have. This bike doesn't go. No. <laughs> this or this thing doesn't go. I have a lot of photos for the DMV to prove I built it from nothing. The gray plugs or parts you see are plugs. This is what you need to make a fiberglass. Bleh, whatever. Did everything by hand, hand sculpted the body, glassed it, made it everything ready to go. Okay. So this is a beautiful looking machine. It, it, this, this is not, uh, this is not somebody hacking crap together in a yard. Nope. This is indeed somebody who knows what they are doing. This is very cool looking. Yep. Throw a, uh, throw some body work on it and, uh, this would look pretty bitchin'. 
I'm tempted not to do Bioware. Maybe I'll just go kinda, make it too. Yeah, it, it looks very cool. Oh look, he's got. Yeah, he was gonna. He was gonna make. Yeah, yeah, this this is a this is a big this is a big you know flipping off Polaris. This is a huge fuck you Polaris. Hey, uh, the slingshot you got's adorable. Just so you know. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, the only thing it, the slingshot has over it is this is a single seater. Sure, sure. But still, yeah, that, that's that's mm-hmm. adorable. What you got? Oh, you guys are cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool that is pretty cool I, 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 th- I liked it next up next up is a this ni- one I picked out for you oh you picked it out for me oh good yes. a 1968 BMW R60 US for $19,000 <laughs> please no text message uh, this is truly a collector's item in pristine condition. Totally restored by Apex Cycle in some place. Same company that restores some of the bikes for somebody. 600 miles since complete restoration is... Wait, wait, wait. For somebody? Billy Joel. Oh, yeah, for Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Uptown Girl. Yeah, yeah. Don't you remember this stuff? Everyone yeah. had a crush on Uptown Girl when he scored Christy Brinkley to World Cried. Mm-hmm. As everybody, as everybody knows, uh, being a musician uh, really puts you in a good position to choose a bike mechanic. <laughs> I'll just let that sink in for a moment. Uptown girl. And continuing. He made a music video as a mechanic. 600 miles since complete restoration has had first service performed. Good for a Uptown girl. Good for a cross-country rider or a piece of art. It is part of an airhead collection of BMWs. (laughs) I'll come back to that. I'm selling because I have eight BMW bikes and three vehicles. Wait, does that mean... What? The seller is the airhead with the collection. <laughs> I moved to Green Valley, Arizona from Georgia, and at 75, I'm too dang old to be fooling around with this stuff and need more garage space. Thanks for looking. If asking price doesn't work, make an offer, and we'll see if we can make it work. Uh-huh. I thought this bike would speak to you. Eh. Well, an old R60? Eh, you know, the, you know the thing about the R60 at the time was an R60 was a nice bike for the time it was made. Mm-hmm. By any modern standards, this is a shit box. <laughs> <laughs> like, in perfect condition? Eh, it's all yeah, right. No, not great. You know, it's kind of the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. For nineteen grand? No, <laughs> hell no, man. Well, for nineteen grand, you're not going to go riding on that bike. Hell no, man. <laughs> you're putting it in a glass box. Oh god. Oh man. No, I, the the the, the, the freaking homemade trike for nineteen grand is is a is a much better bargain. That would be a lot more fun to ride. Yeah. And you wouldn't feel bad riding it. You'd be like, no. oh, I've got a ding on it, whatever. It's made, from, it's made from a colossal amount of ridiculously strong steel. This thing, a bug hits it, and you're just like, no! why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make me, make me sad. I don't know. I, for some reason, I had stuck in my head that you, you like the old, the old bikes. I am fascinated by the old bikes and some of the things they did to make them better. Mm-hmm. Um, the longer I go, the less interested I am in actually riding them. <laughs> I think they're cool. The history's cool. The the what it is is cool for the time and the how it compares to other bikes at the time. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Except you know you're going to get on this thing. It's going to be like, it's all right. doesn't steer that great. Mm-hmm. doesn't stop with shit. Mm-hmm. It's drum brakes at either end. <laughs> power is, you know, yeah. this is going to be like a Ural power-wise. You know, yeah. like comes with comes from the factory with 35 horses and they're not all still alive. It, it kind of goes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Zero to 60. True. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. (laughs) As opposed to, as opposed to your new bike. Zero to 60. First gear. (laughs) Zero to 60. (laughs) We've been there for a bit now. What? Light years? (laughs) Leagues? Uh, all right. 
So uh, our guest this week is... Well, Chuck, let me ask you something before the guest this week. I will fucking kill you. Would you? I will murder you. I will straight up gut you like a fish. Would you like to? I would make you look like an 80s horror movie. Chuck, would you like to? Say a command. I promise it's not a trap. All right, we're on with Rick Grassadonia, the director of sales for Cena. Look at us talking to real companies and stuff. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, Rick. Rick, can oh, you wait, say wait, a wait, command? Wait. Shut up. It, it, we're, that's where we're starting, huh? Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. It was too. It was just. It was there. I had to take the shot. <laughs> I, I was gonna like continue his introduction, but you know, you want to just go right into that. Jump right in. Give you want yeah. beat that dead horse. Yeah. There we go. Oh. There we go. That's all right. yeah. I can take it. Mm. I got tough skin. I met Rick at the AIM Expo. Did I tell you I went to the AIM Expo in this in these past couple of times? You know, I almost avoided that. Where I, I got to meet like fine industry uh, folk like Rick here. <laughs> and harass them. And harass them. <laughs> Rick was the one who had to take the brunt of my complaints of about the Save Command feature. That he, was, he took it right in the middle of that whole fiasco before, <laughs> before I had figured out how to turn that off. <laughs> And I haven't forgotten. And, uh, and oh, he, you're that guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I am. I don't miss that feature at all. I, I will say. Yeah. Between talking to the Cena helmet and talking to Siri, I, I was. I've lost my taste for artificial intelligence altogether. And you know, when you when you really think about it, you know, because you have Siri, I mean, you can do pretty much everything with Siri through the headset itself. So having voice activation isn't necessarily something that you have to have. That's true. Right? And Siri is pretty now I'm not I'm not an iPhone guy, so so don't shoot me. Uh, but I understand Siri works pretty well. It works pretty well. Um, the Cena, which I was I was calling mod for a while <laughs> was uh was good for turning the radio on and off mm -hmm. i did like the fm radio that was in the in the 20 that was pretty cool mm -hmm. and that that's about all mod was good for gotcha. other than that mod was a thorn in my side <laughs> <laughs> well I, I will say this that we have made vast improvements since that time so um you know that's how they, they suck you back they in suck you back <laughs> in that's exactly it we got two main things I wanted to talk about tonight with Cena. Okay. Um, one is we. I was at your booth at the MXPO. I want to come back to that, talk about that. We'll put a pin in that. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll say mm -hmm. a command later on that. Okay, great. But the main thing is we get a lot of uh, email from our listeners um, because we talk about Cena a lot on the show. I have a 20 and a 10. And they ask us, you know, Cena sounds cool. What do I get? Where do I even start? I actually saw one of their displays at at uh, at uh, where was I? Um, the cheap moto stuff store. The built people. Okay, yeah. What cycle gear? Cycle, cycle gear. I was at cycle gear and I saw one of Cena's displays and I'm looking at this and I'm like, holy crap! And this is at cycle gear where you expect like a couple 
name brand things and like a buttload of house brand. Mm-hmm. And there's a display of Cena stuff and it is like it is like as tall as I am and there's you know every every foot there's a different model. And it doesn't seem like you got your five, your your three, your five, your ten, your twenty, and then there's letters that go after each one of them. And you're not, it's not real clear what that means. Can you crack the code for us? <laughs> it, yeah, let me let let me try to let me try to clarify this. So, and, listeners, get a, a get a pen and pencil because you're you're going to want to write this down. Helpful at this point. <laughs> So who are they each meant for? Okay. So first of all, as far as the model names are concerned, when Cena first came out, they were very literal in their in their model numbers, SMH, right? Cena motorcycle headset. So that's very <laughs> logical at the time. When we came to the numbering system, it pretty much was based on the number had to do with the type of features that were included. So if if you look at today's lineup, right, it's mm-hmm. 3, 5, 10, 20. Okay, those are the four lineups. And it has to do with the level of features in each of the models. Three being the lowest amount of features and okay. 20 being the highest amount of features. Okay. All right. So if you start with like three, you're literally simply, it is two-way communication, cell phone, it's it. Nothing else, right? Very simple. Mm. That's a hundred bucks. You go to the five, two-way communication, cell phone, but now you got voice, you have uh, uh, the universal intercom, you have music share. So you have a little bit more features. Okay. Go to the 10. Now we double up on everything. Go to the 20. Now we double up on everything from the 10. So it's an escalation of features based on the higher number. Okay. Now, I kind of had that feel for it up until about a month ago. Yeah. When you guys came out with the 10S. Okay. So the 10S is the next generation 10. It's to replace the SMH-10. Okay. See, I thought that's what the 20 was. (laughs) No. What what we're trying to do is we're trying to take, if if you look at the 10S itself, it's it's more streamlined than the SMH-10. It somewhat resembles, at least the jog dial, it resembles the 20. So we're trying to go to some uniformity. Right of the look okay. of the headset itself, and so all the 10 did was is the 10s. It's the next generation. We added FM because that's what the 20 has. Still four-way intercom, music share, universal intercom, and now also like the 20, it's got its own app. So it, we're moving towards these. Somewhat uniform features, but yet keeping at a different uh, feature level, like how many can you intercom with? Okay. So if, I, so if I'm reading it right, then the number is how big a geek you are, and the letter is what generation it is. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I mean, okay. We went to 10S because we wanted to get away from the SMH. So 10S is Cena, and it's that's ah. 10 Cena. 20 Cena. 
That's so does the 10S have voice command? It does not. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Chuck will have one of those, please. <laughs> that's that's in the 20, right? So the 20. Oh, okay then. The 20s the full blown. Chuck, why are you taking your credit card out? <laughs> so if I'm if I just want to listen to like okay, me yeah. me personally, I want to listen to music. I want to do phone calls. Yeah. I want to be able to use my own earplugs headset. Yes. What do I get? 10. 10S. Oh, okay. 10S. Because what we did with the, if, if anybody who knows the SMH10 and the accessories, we had this brilliant idea of let's come up with a bunch of different clamp systems that the user can interchange, right? Depending on how they ride. And then we could sell one person a bunch of different clamps and stuff. <laughs> that never came up. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Right? So when we came up with the 20, we we came to this all of a sudden light bulb uh, mm-hmm. discovery that, wait a minute, we could take all this stuff and put it into one clamp. So we have the universal, what we now call the universal clamp system. You get a couple microphones, different kind of microphones, depending on the kind of helmet you have. You get the auxiliary port if you have a non-Bluetooth product like an, like a, like an iPod or, or radar or something like that. And then we said, wait a minute, why don't we also put the earbud port in the clamp too? For both the 20 and the 10? That's what we did. So now it's one clamp. Okay. And but it's it's not the same clamp. They have their own dedicated clamp. But instead of having multiple clamps, right, for a model, we have one clamp for each model. That's universal. Does the the 10S use this kind of plastic spring-loaded clamp of the SMH? Okay. Yes, it's it's it and the reason here's why we did it. Okay? We could have gone to another, we could have gone more to the 20, but there were a couple major reasons is that the, there were a lot, uh, Bell really was probably the biggest reason, right? Oh. Bell helmet. Okay. The SMH 10 adapts to the Mag 9 and to the qualifier because they have the, the, the uh, cavity mm-hmm. in the helmets. Oh, yeah. Right. So if we were to change the form factor of the 10S, then that would make those two helmets obsolete. So this will fit into those existing helmets. Exactly. Nice. Hmm. Nice. So we were very purposeful about how we designed that 10. And, and when you look at an SMH 10, you, everybody knows exactly whose it is. Right, you look at that and you know it's Cena. Yes. So we we didn't want to come away from that identity. So that was part of the logic too. Keep the same form factor, keep the identity, and it's it's worked. Okay. How does the 10s compare to the R? Well, the, pretty much. If if now here's where it gets complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. It's <laughs> not already. All right. So. What we did was, is right, we had the SMH-10R. SMH-10R and SMH-10 are basically the same product. 
as far as features. Mm-hmm. The only difference is is the form factor. Mm-hmm. SMH10R is what I call I nickname the big band-aid. Because it's the size of a band-aid. Yeah. So with the but as far as you know, four-way inter uh, four-way intercom, you know, pairing to cell phone, uh, um, um, the universal intercom, music share, that's all the same between the, the SMH10 and the SMH10R. Okay. So when we came out with the 10S, we also came out with a newly updated 10R. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Same deal. The 10S and the newly updated 10R are both next generations. And the feature sets are pretty much the exact same. Okay. Now, I know the 10C, its big thing is it has a camera. Yes. How does it compare to the others as far as its audio, music sharing, communication? Identical to the 10 and the 10R. They're, they're, okay. It's all the same platform. Okay. All we did was is to incorporate video into the, into the uh, body. So, of course, it, it because of the constraints, I mean, there's only so much you can pack in and you can't keep it into the same body. you got to change things up. Then that's how come the uh, 10C looks so much different than the other guys. Okay. But as far as the – but a 10 is a 10. That's the best <laughs> way to look at it. So, a 10 is a 10. So one really important question occurs to me. I, I look at the 20, and since we already established that if you go up in numbers, you're geekier, do you really think the people yes. geeky enough to buy the 20 have eight friends they ride with? <laughs> I mean, I can think of like four. Not that I would ever, ever tell my customers that the product that they, the Cena product they buy is not the right product. Because they're the smartest people in the world. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> it's not so much that you ride with that many people. It's, it, it really, I don't feel, and you know, there might be people that might, you know, email or call and whatever might disagree. It's not so much that you actually ride with that many people. It's that you have the ability to do it. And that's the big deal. It's like, I can do this. I'm not limited by, you know, uh, only four. I can go to six or eight if that's or five mm-hmm. if that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's where people and quite frankly, people when it comes to the twenty, I understand the the uh, voice recognition is not your favorite thing in the whole world. I get that. <laughs> I don't know why you would think that. <laughs> don't know. It's something. That, but I'm telling you, the twenty is our number one seller by far. You know, okay, so I'm looking at the, your, your bullet feature list between the, the 20S and the 10S. Yeah. What's the advanced noise control that the 20S has? Well, the advanced noise control is that there is a, um, uh, there's an external microphone on the 20. So it is a, basically, it is the software that we have inside the system in addition to the microphone, the external microphone. So what we're able to do is, is digitize that sound that's coming in uh, to the microphone 
and be able to digitize all of what we're going to call what we'll call the exterior noise or the white noise that you hear. And it's just a, a, a an advanced way of eliminating all of that unnecessary noise to where the sound of your voice is pure than what it might be on another headset. Oh, okay. So like, if you're on a call or intercoming, it's, you, you sound yes. clear. Okay. You sound much clearer. Does the 10S have the same kind of functionality as the 20 where um, you could use it to, to talk to people with your helmet on, like at a gas station? Oh, the, that kind of external input? The ambient uh, capability, no. Yeah, no, okay. That's only on 20. So the ambient, the ambient feature basically is there's an exterior button that you push on the 20 clamp. And what that does, it shuts everything off inside the helmet, and then all of the noise, the, the, the external microphone then picks up all of the exterior noise mm-hmm. and brings it in. Chuck showed me that one. It's deeply weird. So, it's, it's a little odd, but it's, yeah, it's really kind of nice once you get used to it. it. It works really well. It does work well. So if you're geeky and you can afford it, go for the 20, but the, the 10S is... It's, it'll, it's get you gonna, it'll get you there. And then, the, you know, 10C, you can it, take pictures of you getting there. Well, yeah. I mean, the 10C, it's, it's, it's really crazy how that system just took off. It's, you know, I, I, let's be real. I, as far as the action camera business is concerned, there's really only one name. Mm-hmm. And that's GoPro, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But he's got a GoPro. But the one thing that nobody could do or still can't do with a GoPro, unless you have Cena, is to be able to record your voice on the video. And not only your voice, but your group's voices onto the video. Oh, that could be bad. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to be careful, boys. Oh, what yeah. 10C we allowed with the 10C is not only your voice, but you could start your music, your favorite music while you're riding, and it's going to record the music. So you're doing, I mean, you're setting up your, your, your own video, you know, in real time, you narrating and the music in the background recording onto the video. That's going to be deeply so confusing for people. So you're saying that so you're saying that now we can have more boring motorcycle videos on YouTube set to questionable music. Well, I mean, I, thank you, Rick. It's going to be for deep, your contribution. It's going to be deeply confusing cuz I only listen to porn when I'm writing. <laughs> well, it'll record that too. So that's just going to be weird. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it, it, and the way, and then it's all in one system. So, so, you know, people looked at this and said, wait a minute, nobody's ever done this before, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever done this. Put it all together into one package, all this video capability and all of this intercom capability, all in one package. And I tell you, it's, it, people just went crazy when that uh, 10C came out. Just went nuts. Gee, I can't imagine why. I'm sure all of the videos are really cool too. And they are, and they look beautiful. I bet they do look beautiful. I it's, I would totally buy. It. I bet they sound good too. These they are the, do. These are the handlebars of a Buell. 
Oh, oh God, was that explosion? Oh, God. <laughs> you can hear the whimpers. What? Let me, look, Rick, let's, let me ask you this. Do, do you ride? Ab- absolutely. What do you got? I have a uh, 2000 uh, Heritage Classic Harley Davidson. Ooh. And I say that with great confidence. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's good. Nice, nice, nice. And what Cena unit do you use when you ride? 20. Oh, okay. You don't want to take pictures of you riding around to the to coffee shop to coffee shop? No, nobody <laughs> wants to see my videos. <laughs> Who the hell wants to see me riding? I mean, come on. I'm going to work now. When I get there, I've got a big meeting. So, so listen to that, everyone. Have that kind of self-awareness before you hit the record button <laughs> on your 10C. The 10C does seem you know, like a really cool thing. You know, so I got the, and, and this is kind of a bonehead move on my part, is I got the qualifier, the Bell qualifier, before they came out with the cavity for the tent. Ah. Right, so kind of a bonehead move. So I'm I'm waiting to get my other qualifier with the cavity <laughs> so I can move to the 10s. No, that, that's a perfect way to move into this next thing I wanted to talk about helmets. So um, I've talked about it in previous shows mm-hmm. when we were at the. Did you know I went to the AIM Expo? It's come up. Where, you know, I got to meet all these industry people and see all these cool products that haven't come to market yet and, like, mm-hmm. be hands-on with them and mm-hmm. try them out mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. I'm, like, close personal friends with many, many people now. Mm-hmm. Like Rick here. That's it. Exactly. Right? That's right? exactly. I told you about that, right? Why does right? this picture show him throwing darts at a picture? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone throws darts at pictures of me. Who doesn't? Oh, yeah, good point. So, anyway, at the booth. There was a a lot of cool things at the booth, and it was very, very, very confusing until Rick just explained this whole lineup to me. Mm. (laughs) But the, hands down, coolest thing they had at this booth was their smart helmet. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that was the helmet with the built-in muffs and the built-in electronic gadgetry Mm -hmm. that basically was providing active noise canceling for everything. Wild. You put that helmet on, and the, the show around you just went away, and all you could hear was someone's bad choice in music Hmm. (laughs) that seemed like such a game changer product totally because i mean that essentially will make earplugs obsolete it will right and 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 i think um uh if i hadn't mentioned this before when you know in our previous meetings uh one of the directions that the industry is going and, and everybody sees it now with, with the prototypes. I mean, you got the, um, Oh God, what is it called? The, the, uh, heads up display technology. Oh, the, like the Scully. The Scully yeah. That's it. Scully, yeah. the Kings of vaporware. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Everyone's pushing towards it. So helmet technology or incorporated into the helmet is where it's all going now. Right. There's a big push for this. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to continue the growth that we've been having, it's important. And everybody within the company uh, understands this. And this is why I think our management 
first of all, some of the most brilliant engineers I've ever met in my life. Uh, but also, I think there's a certain amount of, you know, they're kind of visionaries and they they see where things are going and they want to push the envelope. And this is where Smart Helmet came into play because the idea was, OK, so we have these headsets that mount onto the outside. Everybody's got one, right? Uh, all our competitors yep. do that. And then if you notice the 10U, which is incorporated now into specific helmet models, is taking the headset from the outside to the inside, mm-hmm. right? Kind of a natural progression. Sure. What we wanted to do is take it a step further. One of the biggest complaints we hear is the damn thing talks to me and says, say a command over and over. <laughs> no, and over. no, oh, that's it. not it. And that's not, no, is damn. the uh, noise. It's noise. That's their biggest complaint. So they put the headset into a helmet and they go, you know, the, I'm sure you guys, your system, it's loud, it's clear, but man, I've, you know, the noise that, uh, that I hear inside the helmet is driving me cr- crazy. Mm-hmm. Does your system uh, accommodate earbuds, right? We talked about mm-hmm. that, earbuds. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, yeah. Have to. Right? <laughs> and a lot of guys who have gone to, and this is really uh, in the BMW community where we hear this, they go to, you know, the kind of soft earplugs that you can wear. Mm-hmm. They'll put soft earplugs in their ears and then they'll have the head. They'll put their helmet on with the headset. And they say that the sound is improved dramatically. I actually did that. I have I have one of your, your predecessors, the scale up back when that was the only thing. And that was how I rocked all the time. And yeah. of course, the speakers are entirely too crappy for you to hear if the wind is blowing very hard. But sure. that's the only way to do it, because otherwise you can't hear the speakers. All you hear is. So we looked at this and we said, OK, what can we do to change that? Right. What can we do to, to improve it? Because the one helmet on the market today that says they are the quietest helmet is Schuberth, right? Brilliant helmet, fantastic product. And I believe this is their spec is that at approximately 65 miles an hour, their helmet is rated at 82 decibels, all right? 82 decibels, that's pretty good, all right? That's not going to hurt your ears, um, and it's, it, it, it's good because when you start getting up without a good helmet, you start getting up into that 65, 75 mile an hour range. You're looking at hundred to 110 decibels and over a period of time, you will get ear damage at that high a decibel. So we, we tried to figure it out. Okay. We got all this technology. What can we do? Well, we decided and it kind of came from the noise cancellation that we have in our headsets, mm-hmm. right? It's like, wait a minute. 
Can we take that and can we put that into a helmet? And that's where the INC system, smart helmet INC system, integrated noise cancellation came to life. So what we do is we create this ear covers inside the helmet, like, like shooting ear covers, mm-hmm. right? Earmuffs. So we have those inside and then we have external and internal microphones. So the microphones are picking up the noise from the outside, all that noise from the outside, and then through the brains that are located in the back of the helmet at the neck roll, it is digitizing down the noise. It's just like noise cancellation. It is sending negative noise and then positive noise, and then you meet try to meet somewhere in the middle. So what we discovered was through this technology, through this digitizing of the noise, we were able to get our uh, the decibel level down to 65 decibels. Considered today at 65 decibels, the quietest helmet in the world. And so this is where we're at. Now, because we are a Bluetooth headset company, we had to, we had to have Bluetooth to go with it. So, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. it'd be a little stupid. Anyway, so we came up with this with this system, these Bluetooth headset systems that literally clamp on to the brains of the INC system so it's seamless. You don't have to wire any speakers because the speakers are already in there. You, all you do, there's, a, there's a, uh, a holder in front of the helmet inside the chin guard where you just take a microphone with a 3.5 millimeter plug and just plug it into that cavity that's inside the chin guard Put a, and now we have a wireless control module that tapes to the outside of the helmet, and you got your Bluetooth system now. Okay, so the helmet, the base helmet by itself would do the noise canceling. Yes. And then you you put on an additional module to bring in your, tunes the, the Bluetooth and, so and your tunes and phones. Phone. That's, that's exactly it. That's so it. now the important question I have here, Chuck, of course, has the the – the wonderful round Charlie Brown head and fits into a wide variety of helmets. I am screwed and I only fit into a rye which chomp my giant nose and uh, high end HJCs. Um, what are you, are you going to go with like the average size, the, the slightly round to hit as many people as possible? Or are you going to have different sizes? What's, have they thought about this yet? Can you oh. talk about who your helmet par- partner is? Yeah, well, uh, we are actually, um, uh, the designer of our helmet is former HJC. Hmm. So we have one of the, you know, leading experts in helmet design working for Cena. Um, and the, as far as the sizing is concerned, you know, I, that's so important because as anybody knows, you get a helmet. Okay, you, you get this this helmet, right? You get this INC helmet. 
and then you put it in your really great technology. Oh, cool, the technology. All right, it's freaking great. Then all of a sudden you put a, the helmet on and it doesn't fit and it's not comfortable. That's Todd's life. That, that's how I live. This is my world. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Rick. Well, I'm with you because I've got the only helmet and the reason why I got it, the only helmet that fits me properly is the Bell Qualifier. It's the only one that fits because I got a 2X head. I got this massive noggin on me, on my shoulders. Rick is my people. And I've gotten shoey that never fit me because of the shape. Got the pressure in the back. You got the pressure. Mm-hmm, right in the middle of the forehead there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Half hour, I got a headache. Tops. Yeah. So this was the whole thing with the belt. And I think that that's where helmet design is going anyway, is a more uh, oval shape well so don't hold me to this but i i think that's where ours is headed to splendid so i'm gonna be uh, so you're screwed chuck be screwed (laughs) at last the oval heads will have our day in the sun rick (laughs) (laughs) there will be a double x helmet that does not make us look like we're in space balls (laughs) no that'll never happen when will this helmet be on the market well there, there's the $64 million question. Shut up and take my money question. <laughs> it, it, you know, we, one thing about Cena is that we hate it when we put out a product and it doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. Okay. Now, I'm going to. God's dying to say it. Hey, say I, I was just about to say it. <laughs> we did that on the 20. <laughs> and we learned our lesson like you wouldn't believe, okay? We are taking no chances. So with the smart helmet, because it's such an advanced piece of equipment, we've got to make sure that every single aspect of this helmet is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Not just the technology. The technology the technology we can we can get down fine. As a matter of fact, it's done. It's the helmet itself. Mm. Okay. Oops, the shield doesn't seal all the way. Oops, the it, vents fall off. Right. Mm. So you got to make sure that that helmet is the most comfortable helmet that you've ever put on your head. So this is what we're dealing with right now. It's the actual. We're going back and tweaking it, and we find something else, and we go back and tweak it again, and it's tweak after tweak after tweak. And we're not putting it out until we are 100% satisfied that it is the helmet that everybody's been wishing for. So you ask me, when's it going to be available? Yes. So I, all I can – I'm going to say this year, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay. It'll be – out when it's ready, Chuck. Out when it's ready. So, are you designing the the <laughs> helmet in house? It's it's yes. you guys are handling it all yourself. Okay. We we design and develop all of our own products. We don't use third party. We may use third party in the um, aesthetics of a product, mm-hmm. which we've done, like on the twenty. Um, we, we, uh, we hired a, uh, an independent company to kind of help us with the aesthetics of it. 
But as far as the technology is concerned and the functionality and the the software, the coding, all of that is done in-house. Okay. So this this brings up an, a, a question for me. Yep. You guys have the 10U, which is your module that's built to fit into other helmet manufacturers that have built the cavity for it. So you've like kind of partnered up with other helmet manufacturers like Bell, for example. For the 10U? No. For the 10U. No, no? No. No. Here's what we did on the 10U. Okay. What we did on the 10U is we took existing helmets. <laughs> okay. I just worked out how this goes together. All those helmets that try to sell you the chatterbox or the the homegrown or the you know the the exclusive item. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> we we then built the 10U which is inside the helmet, right? It doesn't sit on the outside at all. Yep. It's inside the helmet. We built the um, the brackets, you know, pieces custom to those helmets. We did it ourselves. We developed it ourselves. We didn't team up with, oh, you know, the okay. helmet guys. No, nope. we just we what we saw was what are the more popular and I will say higher end helmets that are out there today. Everybody knows Rai, everybody knows Shuey, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go, this is the direction we're gonna go to begin with. And we have other helmet manufacturers that we are talking to today and working with today that will be coming out with their own version as well. Oh, okay, and that's the 10U. I'm thinking yeah. of just the, the 10, S, the S. SMH, where some manufacturers yes. built like a little recess into their existing helmet line. That was Bell. That, that was, was Bell. Bell. Okay. Yeah, that's only Bell. Okay, only Bell does that. They've Really? It was only Bell. Okay. So yeah. you can like clamp. They, they have the other electronics built in. They just need to clamp in your base unit. Yeah, they do. It's, a, it's a custom clamp that is installed on the, on the interior of the okay. helmet. So you got them, and you got some of the higher end manufacturers um, that have adopted your product, yes, and into their to go with their helmets, yes, using your your work, yes. You've got them cranking out their version of these helmets, yes. And then one day you come along <laughs> and you throw a giant middle finger in the air with a helmet that blows all of that away. No, we didn't. And somewhere in corporate rooms across the country are a bunch of dudes in suits staring at a screen where a helmet does active noise canceling. And they've got a helmet that, well, this clips in. So this is what we did. First, we called everyone up and we said, fuck you. (laughs) As loud as we could. Yeah, no. Um uh, what we did, what we did was is to is we built it because of the amount of design work, the amount of development work that it would have taken to team up with a helmet company on the initial development of the of of the product. It, it was impossible, and so we said we just decided, you know what, let's just build our own. Let's come out with the INC system, and then we can show 
what this technology is all about. Once we did it, right, we then said to the helmet manufacturers, Fuck oh, you guys. by the way, no, 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 oh, by the way, we can provide this INC system to you as well. <laughs> for, for a tidy sum. <laughs> some. A reasonable, reasonable sum, I'm sure. So they saw the they saw the technology and they went, holy shit, we got, got to have that right. technology too. And we said, okay. So now we've got we're we're working with certain helmet manufacturers uh, that we're going to incorporate the INC into their helmets. So it's 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 really expanding the uh, the market for this kind of technology. But we had to show it first. You know what I mean? We got to show yeah. it works. Mm-hmm. Right? So do you guys do you see Cena kind of moving more in the direction of of doing this helmet line? Yeah. Or is this or is the helmet line more of a demonstration of the technology? No, I think we're going to be coming out with we'll probably come out with a couple more uh, helmets um, that's going to have this technology for us to for us to be strictly helmet manufacturers. That's not our intent. That's not what we want. We don't want that. Sure. We want to have basically be known as the most technically advanced company in the power sport market. And. Um, we're getting into uh, other uh, markets uh, that will be able to broaden our technology uh, into other, shall I say, non-power sport markets. Um, in, in because this is, I think, Bluetooth and this whole technology is something that is really growing in the minds of people in general. And um, we think that there's a tremendous opportunity out there for for our products. So uh, let, let me let me let me uh, bounce a few ideas off you, and you tell me if it's something Cena would do. Uh, salad bowl half dome helmets with tunes <laughs> coming out of them. Possible. <laughs> Man rides an HD. I'm, are you, yeah, I, I was just asking. I was just asking. <laughs> Bluetooth chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, now, now, now we got to figure out where to put the Bluetooth, and we don't want to go there. Okay, here's one that's going to throw you for a loop: smart jackets. Ah, that's uh, that's very interesting. Uh, that is something that let me just let, well let me let me say this about that. He's that's, already seen it. It's, it's they've got it, him already. <laughs> 2017. No, no. It's something that definitely is Cena would not get into the apparel business. Okay. That we're not interested in that. Although working with an apparel company for that technology is something definitely uh, is um, in the long range uh, plan. So then we're looking for road crafters with Bluetooth speakers in them in the near future then. Uh, this would be great. Could be. 
You never and flashing LEDs in time to <laughs> yeah. music. You never know what's going to happen. Or how about like a, a Helite vest with a Bluetooth app that like and like shoots inflates up. in time with the music. It, it inflates <laughs> and it makes the app like shoot text messages to all your friends saying, "I oh, just yeah. fell off my bike." We're going to have an LED display that goes in the back of the helmet, so when you play music, it's actually going to bounce to the to the music itself. So if you can make this display give a middle finger in the back of your helmet, I will pay money. <laughs> well, we, we'll put in a self-programming uh, software. Do you remember so that you old can do movie from the eighties, My Science Project, yeah. with the neon middle finger that comes out of the trunk? I want my bike to do that. My bike needs to do that. I've got messages I want to send to people behind me. But you, you, you talked about you know a half lid, mm-hmm. right? With Bluetooth, sure, right? We're coming out with that. So for all you HD writers out there, we're going to have something for you, something that you've never seen before. Look piratey. It, it's it's going to look badass. That's what it's. What about a scene with exterior speakers? Wait, 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 no, wait, wait. You know, Rick, Rick, you got. This is what you guys need to do. You guys need to make what? a public address system. Yes, a Bluetooth public address Pub- system. Public address. I want to talk to people. You, you come into my lane. <laughs> you know what? I'll put it over to development and see what they say about it. Run that up the flagpole. I'll run that up the flagpole as far as... Any motorcyclist will instantly recognize the value of being able to instantly yell at people. Amplify their voice (laughs) at people. The 20 SPA is the future. That's what we all want. Yes. (laughs) Is to be heard even louder than we already are. And, uh, well, with that, thanks, Rick. I mean, I think you've cleared it up for our listeners at least a little bit. The ones who had their spreadsheet ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, You man. guys are awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. You're awesome. No, <laughs> you're awesome. So, you know, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Don't do what? Don't. Don't do that thing where I imitate the voice, per- voice perfectly and I can go, Say a command. Motherfucker. <laughs> what? It's a skill. Not everybody can imitate a computer voice as well as I can. We have questions. Oh. Would you like to? Would you like I, to hear some listener questions? <laughs> All you need to do is say a command. Could you? Could you hand me that pencil so I can stab you in the eye? Say a command. Yeah, well, hand me that pencil. <laughs> say a command. Radio up. <laughs> say a command. I hate you so much. <laughs> this this email or this this message uh, is actually more suited toward you. Okay. So, please. Uh, Brian writes, My brother and I are taking our week-long ride this year from New Jersey and New York, respectively, to Newfoundland. I hear booking ferries in advance. Is it Newfoundland or Newfoundland? Newfoundland. Um, I was trying to not be too accent-y. Newfoundland? Particularly if you want to... Newfoundland. Newfoundland. There's some syllables in there, but they're hiding. Yiffy. Is important. <laughs> we'll be on the six to eight hour ferry Yiffy. from North Sydney, uh, Nova Scotia. We'll be leaving on a Friday, getting back the following Saturday, blah, blah, blah. Going to take two days for Sydney and two days to get back. So as I plan, the thing I keep wondering on is three or four days on Newfoundland. Any suggestions? If we do one last day, we can bomb around the Cabot Trail again or do something like Mount Washington and or Acadia. But I don't want to miss out if we really need four days in Newfoundland. Probably not going to get back there for a while. 
uh, some background. We do 300 mile, 3,000 mile trips every year. <laughs> Gone to Texas and back around the Great Lakes, New Brunswick, PEI, Cape, Cape Breton. Nice shamrock week with home base in Lexington, Virginia. No problem doing 400 plus mile days and we're on GSs. Off-road's usually not something we seek out, but if we run into it, great. Ooh, aren't you fancy? Yep. Um, first thing I would say is take the extra day. Take an extra new day. Um, cause Acadia deserves more than a stop in. This is Acadia! What do we see? We saw the entrance to Acadia! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> now go, go, do, do the extra new day. Come back and see Acadia when you have like a few days and bring a boat and watch the sky. Oh my god. Okay. In a boat in Acadia when the storms roll in and the wind rolls in. Okay. Terrifying. Okay. But very cool to explore on a boat. Um, you know, kayak, canoe, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, like when you're up in any Maine, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, the, you find the places who describe themselves as insert type of sea life shack and eat at those. Did they have burgers? They have clams. We're going to have problems. They have Lobster. We're going to have or problems. lobster if you're in Maine. Why do people eat bugs? Just because it comes out of the water. Mm. They're bugs. Big, giant bugs. Because the ocean is delicious. Bugs. You're from Japan. You should love everything that comes out of the ocean. You're like, mm, 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 mm. oh, what is this? I don't know. What do you call this? We call this insert bunch of syllables here. You know what, you know what I call it? What? I call it a double-double. Uh-huh. Animal style. Uh-huh. That's what I call it. Yeah. 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 That doesn't come out of the ocean. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I, I do the extra new day. Because the other thing, Mount Washington, the thing, Mount Washington looks like it's not far. Um, if you've ever ridden through northern New Hampshire or central New Hampshire, oh my God, it is freaking far. Um, there is no way to go fast in that part of the world. It will take you forever to get anywhere. Move. All right. Um, It'll you'll spend a lot of your day going slow behind pickup trucks on blind corners. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Unless <laughs> Mount Washington is cool. Um, Unless it's fun, fun as those uh, lobsters. Yeah. Enjoy that. Mm, sea life. Go to the sea life shack. And order a burger. Mm-hmm. Or do they have chicken wings? Maybe chicken fingers? I, I like chicken fingers. I think you're grasping how this animal shack thing works. Chicken fingers. Yeah, they don't have Everyone a chicken has finger chicken shack. fingers. That's Why true. don't they? They should have a chicken finger you fat. Can get, you can get clam fat. strips. How's that? Oh, clam oh. strips are great. Oh. It's like chicken fingers, but it's clam itself. <laughs> Come on, man. It's like chicken fingers, except I pooped straight into the deep fryer. <laughs> no. No, they take giant clams and slice them into strips and they fry it up. Hey, shit. It's, it's, it's directly like. Directly into that deep fryer. It's like, it's like, it's like, you, you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't send someone Fresh who, from the tap. <laughs> I wouldn't send someone in who wasn't used to it to go eat like whole belly clams where sometimes you get like the, the grit in them. I can't even do those most of the time. Plus the farts they give you is amazing. Like, oh. make sure you're on a motorcycle. Oh my wow. god. And you're in front. And <laughs> be in front. Yeah. <sighs> William writes. Hi. Would you be interested in acquiring an email list of motorcycles owners list with opt-in verified email addresses from the USA? Intriguing. We also have data for Harley-Davidson owners, truck owners, boat owners, RV owners, luxury car owners, H&I list, gamblers list, golfers list, travelers list, Mm. gamblers list, apparel buyers list, magazine subscribers list, wine enthusiasts, and many more. 
Mm-hmm. Each record, the list contains name, mailing address, list type, and opt-in. Please let me know your targeted criteria so that I can help you out the drive your sales effort in the right direction. Intriguing. Now, the second gambler sounded b- better than this first gambler's list. Trap. So maybe we get... No, no, it's fine. We, we, we can use this. We get the second gambler's list. Trap! And not the Harley list. Trap! And a motorcycle owner's list. Trap! You think luxury car would go well for us? These sound like a great deal. If there was a whore list, then maybe? (laughs) These sound like reasonable rates. Okay, yeah, trap. (laughs) What have you learned, Todd? I've learned that more things than you expect are traps. (laughs) What have you learned? There's no way I'm getting away from say a command. Well, you could always turn it off. You just have to... Say a command. I hated her so... Much it it the it flame flames flames on the side of my face breathing breath heaving breaths. <laughs> That's all we got time for this week. Till next time, I'm Todd and I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail dot com or leave us a message at area code eight zero one nine one seven four one three six. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Wait, you're buying a bike that has Todd all over it? It's got Todd all oh. over it. <laughs> To be fair, he got it because it was a sidecar rig, so he's like yeah. disconnecting the bike. I want the sidecar. Get this UJM piece of shit out of my garage. He <laughs> despises UJMs. This is probably no news to anyone, right? Yeah, well, you know, hipsters. Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, but you know? he also has a waxed cotton jacket and owned the URL for a long time. Fair enough, fair enough. Just saying. Standing outside the norms, R- that guy. Writing's on the wall.